0: Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go.
1: It's time for another episode of Matt Manway's Ice Cream Social Preaching Fun. Sitting across from me. All Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly on the knobs and dials. Jacob, the audio guy. Oh, I found on. some lettuce over here. That is. Don't start off the episode with a callback to another episode. That's alienating to any new listener. <laughs> and also, the callback is alienating to any to any <laughs> to previous listener, any listener
2: at all, anyone, to anyone, any human being, <laughs> to any human being.
1: Um, I uh, my kid is into. Uh, Right now, he's really into um, the song Butterfly by Jason Mraz. It's an older song. The reason why is because there's a big dance video, Mm. uh, and he really likes the dance video aspect of it. But it's funny because all the lyrics are in it, but the horns go, you know. Uh, And so my kid calls it, from the horns. Yeah. Fair enough. He adorably always goes, I want to listen to, I want to listen to, Daddy, da 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 da, and I can't resist. Like I hear can't the song, not play it. Like, and the problem here's the thing I'm upset about. It. So uh, Uptown Funk, which he loves, yes, as doc- well documented on the show. That song is like maybe like four minutes long, mm-hmm. and then he got into Downtown, which is like five five minutes long. Da da da, is like a minute and a half. It's oh. Just a- oh, it's just a dance club. So the amount of times so he needs to ask for it. It's just a maddening amount <laughs> Like is You know like As your kids get older You can't wait for them To get into like movies He's not old enough To really, like watch like a whole movie He kind of got right. through Hercules now He likes Hercules movies, yeah? like And he watches uh, Little Rascals And oh, there's a that, series Of car shorts Freaking Little Rascals
2: movie
1: Yeah no It would break your heart
2: Oh it,
1: It's terrible It's awful Yeah it's terrible <laughs> Um, Little rascals in their best day are bad. Right. Well, the thing is that like I just uh, yeah like I love when he wants to watch Hercules because I can tolerate that, and uh, the Cars shorts are brilliant. Pixar Cars shorts. Yes, Like he doesn't know the actual Cars movie exists. He only knows the about shorts. the series of shorts,
2: mm. all the Mater adventures. Yeah,
1: Mater's tales or whatever. Um, so when he get into those, it was very exciting because you could play once. You're good to go. And that was and that would occupy him for of a while at time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So W W is a minute and a half. So it's just me just sitting there with the Apple remote, like, oh God. Now my kid dances his face off, which is adorable. It's yeah. really cute. And uh he uses our coffee table as a stage, which is both dangerous and cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great. Um Not a glass coffee table. No, 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 no. Wood. It's a, just it's a bed of nails from Egypt. No, uh uh it's just a wood coffee table. Yeah. A bed of nails from Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh it's uh no, it's a big, sturdy, heavy duty. It is a stage. It's a heavy duty wood coffee table. Mm. It's a it's a toe and shin eating coffee table. Are you gonna build him a stage? No, we're just gonna use a coffee table. Okay. What's really it's this is this is cute. But my my wife, when she was a child, she was raised by people in show business and so mm-hmm. her coffee table was her first stage. They would have her get up and dance and sing on their coffee table. And we still have that coffee table. Ooh. The same one? Yeah. Oh. And then well, there um, you go. and so uh now both of my my wife and my kids' first stage is their coffee tables. So Perfect. Cute.
2: Yeah. My wife actually went to high school with Jason Mraz. Really? Mm-hmm. He was a senior, I think, when she was a freshman.
1: Now, does she say does she know anything interesting there?
2: He was popular already. Oh, he was? He was a hip dude. Everybody loved Jason Mraz. Okay. You cause you he would was guess always, that
1: maybe he was maybe awkward.
2: No, I think he was already. Mr. Guitar Song Guy.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. I think Springsteen likes to talk about how he wasn't popular in high school and he felt so... and All reports of everyone who went to high school with him is that he didn't play football or anything, but he certainly was... Charming and popular. And jock-like as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So
2: he's a liar. He's a filthy fucking liar. I mean, this does, nothing surprises me about Springsteen. <laughs> Especially the fact that he's a filthy fucking liar. Yeah, is that
1: he canceled his concert in North Carolina?
2: Congratulations.
1: What do you what do you shit on Springsteen for? <laughs> it's
2: good, I, nothing, no reason except that I don't like him
1: <laughs> as a person. No, I don't, he's fine as I love fine. his music. No, personally, I, I think he's terrible. No,
2: I don't like his. I don't care for his his tunes.
1: I know you don't care for his tunes, but uh, whatever, it's all good. This in a Youngstown. Okay, so um, I
3: done, I would like it a lot more if you really liked his music and just hated him on a personal level.
1: No, I just haven't really done. That's probably kind of, more true than not for different people. I haven't done sure, like anyone who likes Oasis. <laughs> That's anyone who
2: likes Oasis can't know them personally. Yeah. Right? Totally. If you know them personally, you'd be like, fuck. I don't them. know. Any,
1: I don't know anyone who's ever gotten along with them. No. There's no stories about
2: it. They no Gallagher just came out and started talking shit about Radiohead. Yeah, just for no reason. Well, no, not for no reason because they came with a new with a new great album, and he yeah. hasn't done that in 20 years. No, that's, ki- like,
3: that's still kind of no reason though. Well, yeah, Because it's not like their new album no, that, was all about how you're right. The, they're not Gallagher feuding. is terrible. Yeah, you're, they're not yeah. feuding.
2: There's no reason for him to come out. Yeah, you're right. If no, I'm he, an entertainer, did it the, for
3: no fucking. The reason. title of their album was Gallagher Sucks Balls. Yeah, no, you're
1: right. If I if I'm an entertainment reporter in the UK, I just want. The Gallagher brothers' name, numbers on, on my phone. Dial, yeah. Right? So, any, oh yeah. Any topic that comes up and I can't get an angle at it, I just kick that hornet's nest, and you get, and you get a fucking, you get a fucking news story. Gold, gold comes out of those morons. We really need to see.
3: Uh, all right, television producers out there, if you're listening, we need to see a reality show where in one house you have the Gallagher brothers and then the Gallagher brothers,
2: oh, <laughs> the four of them living it. together. I love it. <laughs> Gallagher, Gallagher two, and Noel and and, <laughs> Liam. Uh, Liam. and Liam, Gallagher.
3: Holy shit! <laughs> we need those four people living in a house together. That's mm-hmm. such a good, that's such a good idea. Pitch
2: done. They all could use the work.
1: Yes. you my
2: watermelon.
1: <laughs> smash, smash! Oh no, you fucking don't smash it. Oh, smashing watermelons with guitars! You don't. Oh, That's, the smash it. That's the logo. That's the logo. We did it. Yep. Yeah, we're done. We have a we have a full show. TM. Gallagher Gallagher TM. House Gallagher Quad Gallagher Quad. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was it? Oh, so then uh, my kid also got into briefly. Uh, you ought to know by Lannis Morissette because my wife has videos on her phone. Yeah. These, you z- you ought to know. know that song? And The thriller app. You know, uh, where you can make you can make your own quick vi- yes. music videos. Um, it's a really fun app. But he, she has a bunch of those videos on her phone from hanging out with the gal pals, and they did "You Want to Know" as one of the songs. And so he likes that song. Ah, and he calls it mommy's song.
3: I was going to say, but he thinks of it as, as mom's song. Yeah, so he yeah. it's a
1: mom's song. So my wife to entertainment put on Pandora, put on wife's uh, put on wife's song. No, put on "You Want to oh. Know" <laughs> onto Pandora, uh-huh. which brought up all of these '90s uh, women. Yeah. You know, Lilith Fair Jamboree. Oh, you know, yes. It and I literally was playing with my kids in the backyard in the pool. Sean Colvin. And I was like, uh, yeah, Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, Ooh. Natalie Imbruglia. Brulia. Torn. Um, yeah, that's oh. the thing. That's like So all these songs came on, and I, I found myself getting in a bad mood. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> yes, what I mean? And I didn't know yeah. why. I'm playing my kids to the pool. It's a beautiful yeah. day, and the Pandora's playing. And also, I'm like, what? I am getting in a fucking bad mood right now. What? And I was like, I started thinking, and I was like, my wife came out. I was like, okay, I'm glad Keeler loves you, Want to know. Every one of these songs is making me think of a woman who did not want to hook up with me that I wanted to hook up with. <laughs> each one. And I went to the songs, like I could name a name to like every song came up. That's hilarious. I just was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is just torturing me." With, um, <laughs> do you have Pandora on your thing? Can <laughs> I'm we sure play I do, yeah. it'd be funny if we just briefly went through the songs. It's all just,
2: uh, yeah. Oh my god, missed opportunities. Sarah McLachlan. Oh, Sarah McLachlan. Um, so it was just.
1: I have
2: my. I have my rack. Yeah, you want to know? Pandora. I have my rack of Lilith Fair music. Yeah, I got my Ani DeFranco. Ani DeFranco. Yeah, I got my Sarah McLaughlin. I Franko got my kind of Jill- like I got my Jillian Welch. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, She's who's, got saying some like good a, stuff. who's
1: saying like? Who's saying? Where have all the cowboys gone?
2: Oh no, I didn't go, Sean Colvin. I didn't. No, uh, yeah. no, thank you. Oh, no, thank song. you. No, thank you. I hate that song.
1: That song. I
2: hate that song.
1: I. Oh. I hate. I hate that song. Hate that song. Hated that song. And it actually caused a breakup with the girl I was dating briefly. Because you hated it? Yeah. Yeah, good for you. It came on. And you was, made the right call. We were driving. We weren't talking. We yeah. weren't in a bad mood. We weren't fighting as far, no. as, I, as, far as I knew. Well. We weren't no. talking. We went yeah. to a party. And we were driving on the way home. And I, uh, that song came on. And I literally just went, ugh. Oh, and I hit the off button right. on my stereo. I was like, good. I fucking hate that song. Good. And she was like, oh, I like that song. And turned the stereo back on. Now we're fighting. And uh, I was like, what? And I turned the volume down as a compromise because I'm, you know, uh, future Obama. No, uh, yeah. I, I I, was like, the song is terrible. Where have all the cowboys gone? And she's like, it's a song about like, where are all the men? Where are like the real men? And I was like, her boyfriend at the time. So I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> And she was like, "Just nothing, just you just don't fucking get it. it's like it's this beautiful song about like where where are these guys like where they've gone? like now it's all this bullshit. but and it's I was like it's terrible. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's just a sad life, yeah,
2: that this woman led. yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible, depressing song yeah then uh then yeah. I, then there's that fucking big black horse and a cherry tree song. oh god then there's then there's the Sunny came home song. Oh God! Get that out of here! All of his garbage! Get that shit out! Get out of here, Sonny came home. Barf, die!
1: Oh, Arg. Jewel came on in this mix. Oh, now Jewel. I know Jewel. That's another bucket of chicken. That is uh, that is a, that is a basket <laughs> that's of lettuce. A whole um, other basket of lettuce. But that is, of course, it is. But it reminds me painfully of 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 of, of, a, of a flame.
2: No, Jewel doesn't. Jewel doesn't have any bad memory for me. Uh, I'll tell you who also has. Absolutely no bad associations for me. Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple, I can listen to all day.
1: Love Fiona Apple, by the way. She's great. And her second album, is her first album hit, right? Yep. Title. Title. Hit. Mm-hmm. Big hit. Big hit. Yep. Her second album
2: got panned. Somewhat, but it's amazing. It is a great fucking it's album. It's a really great album. Back that's back that's on the, the, the one with the crazy busy. long title. Yeah. When the, what's it called?
1: When the flame, when the, what's it called? But it is like a it's basically it's, it's basically got like a jazz arranger behind it. It's almost like a jazz trio behind her, and they have some great fucking songs in the album. She's got super good stuff, man.
2: She's she's her she, latest album was really good. Yeah,
1: she's she's talented, and she seems to have, like find found a niche that thrives without worrying about the popularity. I think she ever wanted to be a pop star. Well, that was her whole big thing when she was on MTV, and she was like, "Don't believe this fake shit," right? Which was and great at the, at the time. You were like, "Whatever." No. Nah. No, at the time, I, I thought. At the time, you thought like, oh, everybody thinks they want fame and then they get it and they hate it and they, you know, whatever. And I thought it's the usual trope of like, don't make me so popular even I want to be popular. But she kind of like proved. She was right. Yeah, yeah. She 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 started butting up with the great musicians in Los Angeles and putting out albums that were, she wanted to put out and the, the music was superior to that album. If, you know, if you like that kind of a thing. But it, she certainly went, she found her lane and stuck to it and, and certainly kept making a living in music in a smaller, non-hugely popular way. She could have gone that way and didn't. So she she proved herself correct, is what yes. I'm saying. I was wrong about you, Fiona. She's awesome. Fiona
2: Apple, everybody. <laughs> yes. Iris, the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, when the Pawn, oh. that's it.
1: When the Pawn something. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Pawn was what it was shortened to. So, yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. But yeah. So good. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. A lot of regret.
2: Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Go- Goo Goo Dolls came out with a new album. <laughs> <laughs> It, they, why don't you just call it Ipecac? <laughs> Dreams. Yeah. Dreams by the Cranberries.
1: Oh. oh. Get out of here, Did cranberry!
2: The poor Did man's Sundays. The Sundays are the fucking best. Sure. The Kiss B- Me by the Sixpence six None oh, the Richer. Damn, I have that album. Oh, I know. I'm just going just through it. the you ought to nope. know Pandora. I had, I had to wait, the
1: refrain played in my ear. That was an authentic guttural. Kiss yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hand in my pocket. lettuce Morset Rock and roll. Oh, I actually, got, I actually got kicked out of class. Oh, no, that's a good memory. I caught her. I got one hand in my pocket and the other one's twiddling my vagina. And then I got kicked out of class. I sang that. <laughs> Did you say that? But that's why? Because awesome. uh,
2: there's lettuce in there. <laughs> uh, I uh, salad bar. I caught her on her first tour yeah. in Cincinnati. Tyler Hawkins was her drummer at that point before he joined the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And uh, that was a hell of a show.
1: Here's the situation that's almost the opposite of what we talked about with you in Springsteen. Is that mm. every time I hear Alanis Morissette interviewed, I love her. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. And I just haven't liked a lot of her stuff. Uh, yeah. I like the album after that. That thank you, India. Right. There's a that's couple good. of gems on that. Yep. One. That song
2: that she did for that movie, that Uninvited, I love that song.
1: Oh, that song. For the, for the, for the, uh, that's Nicolas Cage drifting yes. as an angel. A that a terrible that movie. That movie is like, I said on, on the script it must be seven pages long. There's no dialogue. It's just all <laughs> Nick Cage floating in and out. He's an angel falling in love with Uninvited it's... was a fucking badass tune. It's so good. The Goo Goo Dolls had the other hit from that movie. <laughs> same movie. Is that? Are you serious? Yeah. That what? fucking song is in that movie? Yes. The Goo Goo Dolls had a huge hit on that oh, same I... movie that fucking... Terrible movie. Goo Goo Dolls. Cage. Is it Meg Ryan?
2: I think so. Is it Meg Ryan? It's got to be. Goo Goo Dolls oh, me hurt me in a way.
1: City I of Angels. Even... City of Angels. Uh, Meg Ryan. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. This thing.
1: I, they the thing. The songs about it. Back. This is the important thing. Before the internet was gigantic as it was. Before the internet was, was readily available a really huge way to get your music out was soundtracks yes yeah, that's true. and that's gone Like, you I mean to... all through
3: the 80s and 90s it was like the biggest songs each year were that's off of the major soundtracks that's kind of how you
1: discover
2: new artists yes so you I like pick this up soundtrack. It's on a
1: soundtrack like, it's, you basically get your automatic mixtape I've uh, yep. been kissed by a Rose on the brain <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you singing Seal? <laughs> yep
1: Kiss, right? That's from Batman. Kissed, kissed by, by forever, a rose on the, brain. <laughs> on the brain.
0: On the brain. What? I don't
3: know what the fucking words are.
0: <laughs> I like your words. I like, I like it your too. Words,
3: man. Kissed by a rose on the brain. I wasn't even
1: saying brain. I was just like brain. brain. <laughs> I like kissed by a rose on the brain. <laughs> brain is fine though. I like Popped brain. among zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Seal. I've talked about this, I think. Seal is my most embarrassing... Uh, Oh yeah, pocket. He's your he's your, uh, your go to guy. I, I don't mind him. I, he's I, got a, crazy. I, oh, crazy's I, a good song. No, that's the thing. Is I owned. Like all of his albums. Oh no, I don't have any Seal. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I don't own that's yeah, the exactly. one where like if someone flipped through your music collection, yeah. and you go like wait, wait, oh. wait, You own
1: Seal? Yeah, exactly. You bought Seal? And, like I have like obscure stuff. I mean seal. we all heard Seal. No, exactly. But you bought Seal? <laughs> exactly. and I was like, you <laughs> them, like I missed the boat so many times, okay? Like like I've always had a horrible taste, right? <laughs> In music and clothing. Uh, Springsteen. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that's even just me wanting to be my brothers. Like that's even just passable. People love Springsteen, but it's just people <laughs> love Springsteen. Um but uh uh, like I remember, like when everyone started getting the Guns and Roses in the late '80s, sure, I got into Billy Joel because <laughs> I liked the piano.
2: I'd say you did a better move. Well, I like Billy Joel.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm missing the bus and appetite for destruction. Yeah, no, no. It's the yes. greatest rock album. No. No. Yes, no. no, no, no. I mean, I don't no, know. What's
2: I don't debatable. know. I know. I don't know. I don't. I here, my experience with Appetite for Destruction, yeah. was it was Poser Rock. Okay, honestly, now, like my whole that was compared was, to what was, though? What was what was Rock then? I don't know. I don't Metallica do, Slayer. No. Yeah, Metallica. Junior High. When when Appetite hit, it did seem like MTV pitted Metallica versus Guns N' Roses. It was
1: it was Guns N' Roses was for the ladies, straight up that. It definitely became true for Use Your Illusion and that's why did, that's why I was still I didn't even thought it was that for the, before but I mean a lot of dudes I knew were into Appetite and a lot of girls I know were into I mean when you go back
2: see I was more into Use Your Illusion than I was into App- I do not I owned Use Your Illusion I did not own Appetite
1: Okay I would say like November Rain does not hold up
2: see and I, I as 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 you can tell I liked November Rain.
1: <laughs> I, I like, if, if you listen to our chicken song. <laughs> no, the chicken song, I think, is a better version uh, of both versions of November Rain. Um, that's how good Guns and Roses were. They put a two versions of the same song. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was Come a on. double album. I know. but the, Double dream. But doing a... Uh, they did two versions, two versions of, of, of no- November Rain? I no, don't not November Rain. What was the other one? The other one. Uh, the other big hit off of there. The first hit before. November Rain was the second hit off that album. Anyways, they're all ballads. Me, Mostly and that's the thing is like it wasn't that was like they lost their edge or whatever so that's why if you go back if you go back Guns N' Roses fans hold up Appetite for Destruction still sure they do and they kind of look at use your illusion is kind of like the born of the USA of Guns N' Roses
3: Uh, Appetite was welcome to the jungle it's so easy night train out to get me Mr. Brownstone Paradise City my Michelle think about you sweet child of mine you're Crazy, Anything Goes, in Rocket Queen. Come on, Paul.
2: No, I know it, had a, Dude, a I know it had a lot of
3: great songs. That's a fucking great album. Dude, that's a fucking album.
2: But I'm telling you, as like, a Welcome kid- Welcome to the
3: Jungle is what it is. It's sure. Like it's it's the it's the rock and roll it's an icon it's an album. Yeah. Mr.
1: Brownstone's a hit. But I mean, it's so Mr. easy. Brownstone, Night
3: Train. Yeah. Night Train might be the most underrated rock song ever I like, made. I oh, like totally like Night Train. Night Train is a fucking great I song. I actually like Night Train. And Switch on the Mind's the greatest song
1: they made.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, and Paradise City is, like, it's it's fucking Paradise City. I don't want to take anything away from the album. I'm just telling you, as a kid, yeah, when I, when I, my exposure to that was, this is for posers. Okay. That's how it came, that's how it started. That's how it came down the pipe. That's how it came down the pipe. I was like, posers be listening to this.
1: I, uh, and I remember posers. talking about this, talking about Billy Joel over Guns N' Roses was my setup to my SEAL story, which is, <laughs> I was the one who couldn't wait for Smells Like Teen Spirit to be over, so they'd play crazy on MTV. Ah, uh, Big You were miss. that guy. Big no, fucking I was, miss. I
2: was into Nirvana from the jump. I, I didn't miss Nirvana. I
1: wish. No, I mean, I wish, but I didn't. I, again, all the girls loved Kurt Cobain so much that I stayed away. There was okay. a little bit of that, but and And uh, I didn't miss the bus on Pearl Jam. I got into Pearl Jam. I got
2: into 10, and then I got into the second album, and then Vitology. Yeah, and then I kind of fell off from there.
1: I fell off, and then I got back in on a uh, eraser. Shit, it's a really good album. I listened to it again just the other day because it was such a good album. That's fu- see, I have
2: I don't think I've heard an, a full album of there since Vitalogy.
1: Yeah. It was uh, first anyhow, three. so yeah, I'm embarrassed, but uh, I know wait, I know I could correct Jacob on his seal lyrics. It's really embarrassing. Now here's the thing: I don't think I don't I don't sit around a party and be like no guys. Seal, you gotta fucking go with me on right <laughs> this. Yeah, there's. I'm sure there's some stuff there. I like it because it's good enough for Heidi Klum. No, I like it in the way that you like, um, you know, uh, Rod Stewart or Barry Manilow or something like. Like, it's so clean. Yes, like it is. It is like a bunch of talented men got in the studio and made like very clean sounding, on purpose music. Do you know I, what I mean? Oh yeah. totally understand what you're so saying. So like, I just once in a while I just like like the. Precision, yeah, of which his albums are executed. I like a Britney Spears album every now and then,
2: right? Because it's just razor sharp pop death. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's yeah, like yeah. There is no fluff, yeah. or or rather, it's all fluff, right? But it is honed to split a hair. Yeah, exactly. It is just exactly. They, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and that, I lo- I like a good pop oh, tune, man. And I just I just out of i I'm just predicting the future and how much. Bullshit, seal shit I'm gonna get on social media now, I hate it. I'm already and that's just gonna be for me. You're gonna get kissed by a rose on the nah. brain. <laughs> your brain is gonna be out of your head and you're
2: gonna be kissed <laughs> by a rose. The rose is gonna be kissing your brain.
0: Smooch. Um, I'm the smoochin' rose. I, I is am that a...
2: does anybody know who that smoochin' rose is that he that he sung about? <laughs> <laughs> that smoochin' rose.
1: <laughs> Who's that smooching rose? <laughs> Sounds like an old like '50s <laughs> fuzz. i some obscure. It's, like, a, it's an old, it's a it's a it's a big bopper lost track. Yeah, Who's my smoochin'
2: rose. <laughs> oh well, I miss you, baby. You're my oh, favorite yeah. kissing flower. You're my smoochin' rose. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I saw you in the garden, and I wanted a big old kiss. So I went over to pick you, but I got a thorn on my
1: fist. Oh, baby. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> be careful when you go going to kiss that smoochin' rose. I still always go. I love the sketch. The sketch was by uh, Hey You Millionaire. The, the sketch trio James Asmus is uh-huh. in, and uh, uh, Jim. Jim, why am I blanking on your last name? I didn't even know you're listening, So that's why I'm blanking because I know you listen. <laughs> uh, Jim Fath. Um, and I forget the other guy. I never met him. Um, but they did a bit where uh, uh, the phone would ring and the person would just be terrified. And just slowly walk over to the phone, trembling, and just pick up the phone and it just hold up to the air and they go, Hello, baby. <laughs> like, why do you keep calling? I remember me? that. <laughs> I fucking love the big That's bopper. Sketch. It's the big for just tormenting the person on the phone. Uh, I did figure
3: out uh before we move <laughs> off of rock completely, uh the reason Metallica and Guns N' Roses were kinda of pitted against each other. I just figured it out because in a year and a half over the course of a year and a half Metallica released Master of Puppets, Guns N' Roses released Appetite, and then Metallica released Injustice for All.
2: Oh jeez. So that was that was a good year and a half right there. Yep. And I think that was the whole thing was like if you were if you were a poser, you were down with GNR and if you were hardcore, you could like both. Now I know that. <laughs> But I'm telling you, it, at the time, it really oh, felt like it, guys
1: like Metallica and girls like Guns N' Roses. That's what it felt like to me was in a little early bit of high that. school. Yes, yes. and
3: GNR, GNR Lies came out uh, right after that too. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that was all in about two years. Those four albums came out. Mm-hmm. I saw the video the other day of um, Axel Rose
2: because you know Axel is now on tour with He's ACDC. ACDC, yes.
3: And I saw a video of him doing one of the ACDC songs the other day. Sounded fucking great.
2: Huh? Is he is he putting yeah. on the the sound? Is he is he really taking on that? ACDC is it him. Can he still really sing?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, when when uh when they did the uh, the show at the at the T-Mobile Arena a few weeks ago here, the Guns N' Roses their big reunion, they did a show at the new arena here in Vegas. Yeah, apparently he put on just a killer show. I was really mad that I didn't go to it. I would uh, go see them now. Yeah. I was cuz I was supposed to go see it and then I had absent stuff that I couldn't get out of that night and Yeah. I,
1: I was um, sad. The story in Slash's autobiography, I think I've talked about this on the air or not, but uh the story in slash biography is that like Axel Rose needed the sound of a woman moaning on a song, and so he fucked the keyboardist's wife to get that moan. Huh. I
3: missed that. I missed that part of that story.
1: Yeah. No, so I definitely haven't talked about it then. No. Uh you remember that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so when people say like they're gonna get back together, I'm always like, how? Right. <laughs> how do you forgive <laughs> How do you get back uh, on stage with someone who did that? That's a little...
3: I remember a story that I read a while ago. It was one of the Rolling Stones writers was talking about it. Just how much money Guns N' Roses had left on the table over the years. Oh. Just from, you know, canceled tours and, you know, shit like that happening and breaking up and getting back together and and breaking up again. I think
2: Axel was the only one who even had any foresight as far as putting his ducks in a row financially somewhat. You're right. They still lost a ton, but he was the only one that kind of and the rest Did of the he band keep the is publishing? Yeah, some of that cuz and, yeah. and the rest of the band is kind of What cuz he was the writer
1: for yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right, right. So he kept the publishing. Yeah. So yeah. That, that that'll fuck you every time. If you don't keep a piece of the publishing in the band, then you're right. dead. Mm-hmm. Then you're really just you're going to be just fun for me and But this... Slash made more probably more money off of these other bands. Slash is still as a, 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 the only one who's had a very successful second career. Are he yeah. in Buckethead and Buckethead married? I don't know. Okay that would be the perfect marriage oh I mean could you imagine this kid's playing guitar after that
2: <laughs> can you imagine half of them would have uh, the big hat and half of them would have the KFC head his face his there's one of their babies with a KFC
1: face with a bucket with a
3: hat on its head <laughs> I'm so sad that I know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> his biography is fucking nuts bucket yeah. heads no no one <laughs> no one knows or cares about no who bucket is that, no one's gonna read that fucking are biography. they the
2: same guy <laughs> they could no. be. Have you seen them separate places? Have yes. you
1: seen them? Yes, together? I've seen them in separate places. Have you seen them one, together? One guy toured with Axl Rose, but the other one couldn't tolerate his existence. <laughs> right. Buckethead, but, you're such a dick. <laughs> I'm talking about Slash every time. But what about Buckethead?
3: <laughs> I know what a, exactly. What about Buckethead?
1: <laughs> you're talking like a child whose like favorite character is like one of the, like the B characters <laughs> on the Super Friends. <laughs> right. Where are the Wonder Twins? I don't know. They're not in this episode. What is going on with Samurai? I don't give a fuck
2: about it. I want to know. I want to see the adventures of Apache Chief and Samurai. That's all I want to see. Batman, blah. Fuck that. Apache Chief and Samurai show. That's all I want to see. The Apache (laughs) Chief and Samurai show. I want to see a guy who can grow and a guy whose legs turn into a tornado. That's
1: it. Um. Last episode, I teased that we were Gronado. Not go- going they to work together. Gronado. <laughs> they to, they te- team up to this a This be conversation's a, a fucking
2: Gronado. <laughs>
3: um, I believe we teased <laughs> last episode that we were going to talk about something at the very beginning of this episode. And here we are. Here we are.
1: <laughs> at the very, at the very beginning. At the top. Uh, we're talking about like you getting that text and being like, oh, what did you say? Yeah. Right? So when I lived in the, uh, my big uh, my big dude party house that Brian Grama was in uh, last, our former guest of ours. Um, Again, not no smartphones, not everything. So we had like one really basic computer in the in the living area that we could all check our emails on, right. you know? And then uh, my buddy Sam had a really nice computer that was super fast, you know? And so we all would always end up, if we really wanted to hang on the internet and really check email and stuff. We would we would use his computer. Um, and his rule was as long as we didn't use it for porn to masturbate in his room, he was okay with it, which of course we broke that rule. Okay. We we'll um, broke that rule minute one. Yeah. Um, so I remember I was uh, checking email, wink. No, I was checking email. Uh, uh, and, and, oh, and his computer, he was still. Kissed by a Rose. He is at work, yeah. Kissed by Rose. Smooch,
0: SmoochRose.com. Smooch smoochrose. smoochrose. SmoochRose.com. SmoochRose.com.
1: SmoochRose.com. <laughs> Through the artistic porn. Smoochy Rose. Smoochy. Come to Smoochy Rose. <laughs> She'll care too.
2: The lady's choice for porn. <laughs> Smoochy Rose.
1: So. W- I was checking my email and um, spread your petals on in- Smoochy. Instant messenger. This is back in the AIM, oh, yeah. big aim days right? Uh uh-huh. And Sam's uh, my buddy Sam's instant messenger come on. It's Brian, who okay. was, I guess. Brian goes, oh Matt's sister just friendship uh, Facebook. No friend it wouldn't be Facebook because it was before Facebook.
3: Like eight, like Inst- instant Maybe messenger instant or something messenger. like that. Yeah, yeah yeah just
1: yeah some media. Oh because yeah there requested... were there were like contacts or yeah. friends or something like something yeah, like that. Just on there. contacted me on on instant messenger. And he wrote like the equivalent to like, you know, growl or whatever. Right. And I, he thought he was talking to Sam about my sister. And so I just was like... You're in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's pretty. I wrote back like, oh, tell me about it. And I was like, Matt probably wouldn't be too happy if he found out about this. He'd be like, oh, I know, dude. He'd fucking kill me. And I was like... But I can't. It's like I can't have. I can't talk to. So was like I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I just got this whole <laughs> fucking breakdown. You just, you just went. Of, yeah, I went all in on me talking <laughs> to Sam, and then uh, I just waited and I stewed, and then finally, like we were all like hanging out, having beers, and <laughs> to be clear, you were not happy.
3: No, yeah. no, 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 no.
1: You were not like, oh, I'm gonna have some fun right now." Yeah, and uh, and even in the message, like you brought up like that basically it was clear that my my buddy Sam also felt the same way that's why they were confiding in one another right. they had previously discussed the attractiveness of my sister yeah. um she's like 18 at the time 19 at the time you know and um better than 14
0: oh I was just about to say it <laughs> I was just about to say it and I didn't <laughs>
1: uh, i brought up the age because of that too <laughs> so um we're having beers and uh <laughs> oh no, oh no, we're having oh, beers and uh <gasps> uh, the, someone brings up my sister and I was like, Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're you're pretty you, you want to get with her anyway, so I kind of go like that and they're like, I was like, Oh, well, you know, I mean, he's kind of hot and I was like, Yeah, I know, and she's like, No, I mean, I mean it, like, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I mean, she's kind of hot, and I was like, I know you think my sister's hot, she's like, right, I'm just you know, I'm just I know, I'm just telling you right now, I was like, No. I know you think my sister's hot. Shit. That that pulse in the room made the room go like quiet. I was like, because you were fucking talking about it to who you thought was Sam. Because Sam, you obviously talked about how hot my fucking sister is too, because I was on your fucking computer and I was going to talk to you about how you you thought my sister was fucking hot. So fuck you and fuck you. Confrontation, <laughs> and, and then, they got married. They're still together, isn't yeah. They? It's good. <laughs> My brother-in-law Brian. Um, <laughs> but it was like everyone. Actually, everyone just rolled on the floor laughing. Sure, everyone just was
2: yeah. just laid out. What's bad. better than getting an intercepted? <laughs> I think your sister's hot message.
1: I can think of a few <laughs> Well,
2: on, from your perspective, like, like maybe. some pie. That'd be <laughs> better. Yeah, I like pie. <laughs> All right, you maybe got a me nice there. sandwich. Pie's better than almost anything, though.
1: Yeah, it's that's true. If right. done true. right. I was like, I kept bringing in, I kept bringing in uh, cakes for people's birthdays, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, lady in the cast, uh, Marlena, was like, I and finally like somebody it. was like, hey, we would rather you bring your sister in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. And uh, so she's uh, for next birthday, I'm bring my sister in. <laughs> um, so uh, she's like, I like pies and donuts, and I was like, donuts. That's so of dumb. Of course, everyone loves donuts. It's easier. Much easier. So I brought in donuts last time I brought in stuff, but po- donuts and pies. I think she's right. I think she's right. I think I'd rather have birthday pies and donuts than I yeah. would have birthday cake. A
3: few years ago, uh, our friend Graham he had a big birthday bash for himself. Yeah. Or somebody I don't know who threw the party, but somebody There's somebody a, threw a party. I think we were at this party together. I think we were. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's before it pre ice cream social. Yeah, this was several years ago. But yeah, this it was, was just like all crispy Kremes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that sounds. That sounds
3: familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really just remember a big party and a lot of donuts.
2: All Krispy Kremes is a winner to me. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: That was awesome. Fresh like a box of Krispy Kreme.
3: I also, remember just a lot of us grabbing donuts and shoving entire donuts into our mouths just yeah, because we yeah, could.
1: Yeah. Well, the bacon and donut party, the Krispy Kreme oh, donuts of that it uh, That's put, probably the last one, you put right? Bacon on the uh, on it, and uh, then oh. it. have a have a bacon sandwich. I was yeah, bacon sandwich yeah. with donuts. Uh, that was stupid good. Yeah. Um, because everything else that tries to add bacon to the equation. The, the the indulgence I just described keeps the crispiness of the bacon in the deal. Right. You know, when Pizza Hut fucking shoves bacon and cheese into oh. the crust, what you what you do is you get weird pork things in your teeth. Sludge, right. Yeah. It's just nothing there's nothing and then just kind of a bacony aftertaste to cheese. Yeah. That's not why I want bacon. No. It's a sensory experience. Mm.
4: Yep.
1: Take that Pizza Hut. It's crispy. So sorry, nice. just, you're paying my friend Bobby a bunch of money, so I don't want to shout it down too much. Keep getting them checks, Bobby. But uh Bobby Moynihan's doing the pizza commercials, but uh, nice.
2: And made some badass uh, bacon and pancakes the other day. It Was good, fucking good. That was a good story. Good job. A uh, <laughs> Bob Moynihan was in Sisters, yeah, yeah. He's fucking funny in that movie. He's a
1: very yeah. He's a funny man. He's a very funny man. Very funny. And he movie. got the voice of Pixar
2: role as well. Dude, we should we should get him on
1: here. We did. We I brought him on Penn Sunday School. and It was like a Skype thing, and Skype interviews are always a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. And I could probably get him to Skype in here too. It went, it went just okay. because right. it was it was a hard it was a hard interview. Yeah. But uh um uh he I could probably get him a Skype in. There you go. Um once the season's over. Right. I'm sure he's Busy busy. Busy, so, busy 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 Uh we have physical scoop mail, Jacob. Oh
3: we do have physical scoop mail and I am excited about this physical scoop mail. You, that looks like it might be a king cake. <laughs> it's not a king cake. Although I would be excited about that too. Is it a
2: king snake?
3: Uh, it, it, it is a king snake. Is it a king pig? No, it, it Paul already got it. It's a king snake.
2: <laughs> it's a big angry king snake. It's
1: Someone hissing. sent us a live this snake package yeah. is
3: hissing. Uh, it's from our from our good buddy Colonel John. Oh, oh. Uh, Masters of the mirth E verse. I'm slow to catch up, but knowing Paul is such a completist collector, I figured he must be fidgeting up a storm. So here's a welcome gift for the latest host slash semi-Paul tamer of the Ice Cream Social. Thanks, SJ. Also, a couple of other VIPs. uh, Those who are your reasons for getting up in the morning, or for Paul, the afternoon. Not sure what to call those. (laughs) Definitely not blockheads. That's a good way to get your underwear starched. I think I did capture the essence swell on the back. Okay, so uh, she who's <laughs> beginning to wonder about all of this thinks that it might be getting a little creepy. I'll have to buy her at least two or three more penguins to appease her. Colonel John. And he had his, has a couple of ping- pictures of penguins that he, buy- that he buys for his wife to keep her thinking that he's normal.
1: Okay, what do we got here? Or at what least normal
3: enough. Uh, so let's see, where do we where even start with this? I think I'll start with this one. Uh, it's uh, Paul in a dress.
1: Oh. Paul in a dress with
3: some
2: fishnets.
0: That? That's my. These, that's these my. Are, what do you
2: call it? These are blockheads that that he sends us. That's essentially my. Uh, <laughs> my. Oh well, no, it's a dress. Paul's in a dress, and it's and the the what do you call it? The back is cut so low, my butt is exposed. Yeah.
4: Aww. Oh, is that your singlet?
2: Cute. Is that what that is? I, I think, think it's, it's kind singlet. of my singlet. Yeah, I think ah. it's the
1: singlet. Yeah, it's pretty it's awesome. Paul in the singlet.
2: And then the
3: uh, the other three we have here. We have SJ, Anne, and Sarah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He made blackheads Look of our wives. And uh, SJ is the only one with an ice cream scoop on her head because the other two fell off. So we do have we oh, have, we'll have ice cream scoops on for, uh, oh, okay. for Anne and that. Sarah as well.
1: Oh, good. I thought it was like she hosted hand.
3: I love it. And then he sent us a whole bunch of the uh the un the unfolded ones. So we've got one there for uh for SJ with a little picture of SJ on it. Adorable. Got one for Anne, the better half of the ice cream social. Right.
1: Yeah.
3: And uh there's one for Sarah. Oh look at that. And then all of the others that uh, Adorable Oh that's that we have awesome. as well. So we've got like the whole the whole collection of the unfolded black I love oh, these made up great. These
2: ones that you send us already done. They're so cool.
3: <laughs> I know. So oh, cool. they I all hate all, labor. And they all stay up in the churn too. They're so cute. Well, now, now I have a good uh, a good scanner, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have to go through and scan these so that we can send these out as uh, as yeah. prizes too.
1: Yes, prizes exactly. galore, prizes, prizes galore, galore, guys. Wink, wink, foreshadowing. You might get your own blockheads of us and our wives, <laughs> and our wives. You can request whatever couple you want to have a make out with each other. My wife's gonna be thrilled.
2: Oh, it's so it's so cool.
1: It's so cool.
3: Thank you, Colonel John. That came in um, last week, right? I went and picked it up right after we recorded last week, and uh, I was was sad that I had to wait a whole week to show them to you guys.
1: Oh, that's good stuff.
3: Uh, So let's see, we have an email here from uh, Pin SS listener. I'm guessing that's Sunday School, Uh, and it's just (laughs) a. uh,
2: Let's hope he's not listening to the SS. (laughs) (laughs) Just pin quoting lines from the SS. (laughs) It's time for the Goebbels Hour with your host
3: Pendulet. I read a fascinating story the other day. This is not funny or entertaining in any way other than just interesting. Uh, that most of the SS during World War II was not made up of Germans. Really? really? It was mostly other nationalities that were in the SS. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, from Penn Sunday School listener. Uh, this is just a job posting, guys. So uh, so good news for you. Job being a cowboy on stage. Hourly gig, eight twenty-five or so an hour. But social security wages help for guys who work out of a hat. Cowboy actor, Bonnie Springs Ranch, Blue Diamond, Nevada. eight twenty-five an hour. Uh, cowboy actor position available. No experience needed, but is a plus. 8 25 no an hour. experience what, as a cowboy or an actor? <laughs> Either. Either. <laughs> 825 an hour position requires you to act on stage for and interact with clients must be fun energetic and outgoing must be 18 years of age must be able to pass drug screening and background check must be able to work weekends and holidays must have reliable transportation must be able to fluently read write and speak English. Must be able to withstand the elements. Apply only in person, one Gunfighter Lane, Blue Diamond, Nevada.
1: Who are the elements? And why do I have to withstand them? It's uh, a million degrees out there. Um uh, no, I know that, but I know the real reason. Yeah. I was trying to make fun of guys named the elements who would come in and just wreak havoc on Barcelona. Who are spray. the elements? <laughs> it makes me sad to know how much those cowboys make. Yeah. I would not have guessed it was 8 25 an don't hour. How much yeah, right. yeah, yeah, It was I did not imagine they were making eight twenty-five an hour. Yeah, I, I expected at
2: least double digits. Well, back in Prairie days, that was millionaire money. That's true.
3: Yeah. They just, they just haven't had a cost of living increase since 1865.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, now that I've seen their show, I mean, I... Uh, I guess I uh
2: You get it a little more Yeah
1: I guess I got what I paid for
2: Yeah, yeah. D- d- But they shoot blanks All the time right Yeah they
1: fucking fire off The loudest fucking guns I would guns never want to do that And every time a someone's Going to get killed Well every time a kid cries Like you You, you yeah. are guaranteed Going to scare the fuck out sure. Of some kids to tears Every time you do it And they do it all the time While you're there They have this like Need to like uh Illustrate a certain Rugged toughness Right, with the gun, with the gun, and just their attitudes. They're a little yeah. in your face to start, I'm and then they a warm careful. up. Yeah, and then they warm up to you as the day goes on. And I was like, I don't understand that. The the uh, the 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 tactic of that is, from a customer service standpoint, I think I think it's just like I think it's just like comedy, right? Where someone comes in for the first time. And so they they think to make a bunch of like fucking pork and dick jokes. Pork? As if to say pork. Bunch of pork jokes. Bunch of pork jokes. All
2: great things must first wear terrifying masks in order to impress themselves upon the heart of humanity.
1: What is that a quote from? It's Nietzsche. Oh, I thought you were quoting the elements. Guys, that no. was a quote by Paul Mattingly. I can't believe Paul that made that quote. Yet cut. another
3: Paul Mattingly joke. It's, not, it's Nietzsche. It's fucking Nietzsche. What's your, other, what's your other quote? God damn it. <laughs> you, have, you have the right to be offended, but you don't have the right to not be offended? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, by Paul Mattingly. Not my quote. Um, so, yeah, I would imagine that if you're kind of like your first day out, you're maybe scared to be out in the public. I mean, doing theater in the public like that rather than on stage much harder. I Just can kind of say we yeah.
2: did, I did the same kind of thing as a Klingon I'd mean mug you until, until you came up close. If you came up and talked to me I was nice but yeah. I'd stare you down like I was going to murder you because that's what Klingons do Right. We want to murder everybody. Are you
1: a Klingon right now because I feel scared You should. You know, it's, you know it's a fake character right? <laughs>
3: what do you mean? <laughs> Klingons. They're, they're not real <laughs> You're absolutely talking about
2: this like it's a real thing. Whatever you say pal
1: Yeah. Whatever I say um,
2: this from the guy who doesn't think there's a bunch of critters. So if the they're paying that eight
1: twenty-five, the, the, the odds that they'll have us redirect their skits are probably a little slim. <laughs> slim. They could use our help, which hey, I discussed sure. in the previous episode. We I'm could, not. They need our help. You will. Just on the horse jokes. I'm sure they would accept your help. Oh, but the they just horse, wouldn't pay we, for
2: it. We could give them a lot of horse. They
1: jokes. would need. They need help on the horse jokes, and they do this horse joke routine in it, and they don't know how to like smile and double down on, them, oh, on the man. groans. They don't know how to ride over the groans. Oh damn. Oh well. All right, let's go. Let's go out there. They
2: gotta be. I bet they don't have a joke about. It'd be Withers. great if it's like a writers' room. They have a like, joke about Withers in there.
1: I don't know. I don't think Withers
2: so. is where it's at. That's that's the that's the horse joke. Few people remember to make oh. Withers.
3: Um. <laughs> yeah, it's a lack of
2: remembering to make that. that that's yeah. what uh,
1: <laughs> that's what keeps you from making that joke.
2: Don't forget to make the joke about their Withers.
1: Oh, I always forget that joke. The Withers. So, I wonder if it's like a writers' room where, like, you know, if you get hired as a duo to write. You split the paycheck. Do you know that? Right. Oh right. You get four dollars an hour. I was gonna say if you and I get hired to help that out, we get paid four dollars an hour. Uh, Um. All right. Uh, Let's
3: see. We got one here from Cream of Nuts Room. Nuts Room Scoop. (laughs) Cream of Nuts Room Soup. Scoop. (laughs) Spelled like soup though. Nuts Room. Nuts. Nuts Room Scoop. Cream of Nuts Room Scoop. Oh, Nuts Room instead of Mushroom. Yeah, Yeah. you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And they spelled Scoop,
2: S-C-O-U-P. I was thinking of a nut room. Of course you were. (laughs) Like, what's a nut room, And you still are. I am. Is it a room full of nuts? (laughs) Or is it a room for people who are nuts? For crazies? Or is it
1: a room where you only pull your nuts out of your pants and walk around? Or is it where you...
2: Bust a nut and leave
1: nut in that room? <laughs> guys, guys, you're all right. Is full of you're,
2: you're all right.
1: All of
0: you. Have a, you have you a haven't room? named the
2: wrong part yet. Do you have a room in your house that's just nut? Yes. It's just Th- full
0: of
1: nut. Don't oh. you? There's nothing in that room except nut. Huh? You come in and Listen, you start- use it like we. you took the most disgusting thing and you hear your voice ramp up. Like all of those things are funny, but you got obsessed with the fact that you just leave your nut somewhere and then you just couldn't get out of it.
2: I'll tell you what I don't have
1: a in that room. room. Full of night. I we don't have you? a
3: whole lot of black lights in that room.
1: Oh no. Sorry, Spencers. Oh, that would be the whew. If we gained any female listeners back from our last episode. Because then when you'd walk in that room oh. and,
2: and you walk in that room and the floor would crack under your feet, it'd
0: be
1: like, yeah. oh. <laughs> you would be on sticky it's, floor. It's no, it's, it's no different than walking in the circus circus. Ah. It's true. That's true. It's true, except
2: that that, that just smells funny because it's from clowns.
3: <laughs> oh, I was
1: just gonna say you're less likely to be raped by a clown. <laughs> Why does it smell like bleachy cotton candy in here? Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: well, hold
1: hold my nose. Look
2: look look at my lapel. I have a smoochy rose. Pull my finger.
0: That's Pull. not my finger. <laughs> Why would you think my finger was sticking out of my pants hole? <laughs> dummy,
3: because dummy. you you pointed at it and yeah. said to pull my finger. Yeah, I pointed
0: at it with both my hands. <laughs> you stupid.
1: <laughs> Clearly all my fingers <laughs> were <laughs> Occupato. A goofy, condescending, <laughs> dick-out clown. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. You're the weirdo. <laughs>
2: All right. What you just is- thought it was my dick. I didn't. I made no bones about it. <laughs>
1: what? Bones. What? What?
2: All right. Cream of
1: Nuts Room Soup. What do you got?
3: Gentlemen, I just finished listening to Local Scoop describe his walk in the park vasectomy. And then I thought I would share the story of when things don't go so well. What? So he thought, he thought Local Scoop's vasectomy story
1: was a little too good, apparently. What? No, that can't be true. Are we sure. about to listen to another one? Is this one? another Whopper? I, I haven't this read it a yet. a Oh, I don't want another kid so bad. <laughs> All right,
3: go ahead. Shortly after my daughter's birth, my wife and I decided that I would get snipped. Since my subpar insurance wouldn't foot the bill for me to have the surgery, my doctor offered to do the procedure in his office as to save me some coins. Because what I always want anytime I get any kind of surgery is the uh, money money-saving, money-saving kind. Uh, He assured me that the procedure was uncomplicated and that I would be back to normal in no time. When it comes to my dick, spare all expense. (laughs) (laughs) The snip went off without a hitch, and I drove myself home for a few days of rest and ice bags on my nutsack. Three days after the vasectomy, I started to notice that my pain level was not improving and seemed to be getting worse. I called the urologist's office and was told by Nurse Ratchet that I was uh, trying to do too much so that I would need to return to the couch and keep applying ice. 24 hours later, my pain was much worse and my balls were the size of a small lemon. Insert lemon party joke here, Paul. Don't tell Paul what to do. (laughs)
2: I'm still obsessed with this clown as his dick out and is upset with other people about it. I I is that what, is a, that
3: what you're Googling on your phone over there?
2: Real, no, <laughs> no, I, it's just really funny. The condescending dick out clown is really funny.
1: <laughs> it's, you're the asshole. What? <laughs> of course that's my cock, you dummy. <laughs> I demanded to see the doctor.
3: I Have made, you never seen a clown's dick before? No! Well, guess what?
0: Yes, you have.
4: This uh, right
0: you there in your face. You're talking to one right now. My head's up here. See where on my <laughs> pants it says dick and then the arrow pointing to it? You stupid ass.
3: I demanded to see the doctor and made my way to the office after having had uh, worked a half day. The doctor took one look at my swollen bag of balls and remarked, "Wow, I'm really glad you came in." As it turned out, he suspected I was cooking up an infection and sent me off with some broad spectrum antibiotics and uh, pure, pure, co-et, pure Percocet. Percocet, uh, Is that how you spell Percocet? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know. I can't read it. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, with it's the caution- audio podcast, I, I might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, with the caution of that, I, if I spiked a fever, I was to call him immediately. Needless to say, the next day I was shivering and reading a temperature of 104 degrees. Oh no. After a call to the office, I was directed to go straight to the ER. My balls were now roughly double the previous vasectomy size, no! and I could barely walk without wincing in pain. Ah! I was admitted to the hospital for a four-day stay four on days? IV antibiotics before finally breaking my fever and being discharged. Still swollen, I went home and went to bed. The next morning, I awoke and stepped into the bathroom. As I pulled down my underwear, to my horror, I noticed that my nuts must have exploded because my tidy whities were soaked in blood and pus. My incision had split open in a week's worth. Oh. I'm going to be gone.
1: I'm going to vomit.
3: This isn't. This can't be true. I mean, it could be true. Uh, I'm just going to skip ahead. Skipping ahead. Uh, let's just say that an incision split open and stuff came out. No. <sighs> uh, went back to the doctor. It was decided that needed to drain, uh, drain the infection. Uh, God, this is awful. This is just awful. Uh, he told me that in three days I would need to pull the drain out myself. What? What's it? What's the no, uh, no. Since my wife no. was unwilling to pull the ripcord, no. This is not even.
1: Why would you want your wife anywhere near your disgusting nutsack? Yeah, I want to hide that from her until it was all better.
3: No, Paul thinks it's all fake. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm just gonna hope that it's fake and move on.
1: Oh God! Sheesh. Woo.
3: That is that is rough.
2: That's after if you've already spent time in the hospital. For, if you spent four days in the hospital for this thing, and then your doctor goes, you know what? You can go ahead and just yank that out whenever you're done. No! Why well, I, I, sk-
3: I skipped some. I skipped some steps in there uh, because there matter. were there were some horribly disgusting parts in there that were making my uh, that is
2: my uh, balls just kind of if get true, into my body. I'm sorry. It is. Uh, that's terrible.
1: I yeah. I, I believe that, that the story probably is true, but um, uh, I don't have any reason to think it's fake. No. Um, but yeah, that's that's a longer ordeal for sure. Oh. Yeah.
3: That's, I'm uncomfortable. That is I'm awful. Lightheaded. Uh, speaking of lightheaded, Creamer Jean sent us an
1: email. Hey, Heyo. Creamer Jean. Hi guys, it's been a while, but things are looking up since last summer. We signed her breast last summer, so I don't understand how things could be looking up. How can it get better? How can it get better? Uh, I'd just be looking down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it took many months and a lot of therapy, but I'm
3: finally moving on after my husband left. Good Hooray! for you. Good. I met a really nice man, a diesel mechanic with a ton of tats and piercings who treats me well and deserves to be treated well in return.
1: King it McCain was Jean as the one who had the uh, horrible, like, uh, someone thought she was getting raped, but she wasn't, and the guy got beat up story. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. It's a classic Scoop now. Uh, it was finally time to take things to the next level, and
3: I was surprised, slash not surprised, to see no less than a dozen genital piercings. Okay. Whoa! <clears throat> Hello? Scoop. Midway through, we caught a snag. And oh! once again... I found myself stopping midway through a hookup in need of emergency nest repair. No! <laughs> no! Jupiter was not in my money house. Oh. Sadly, this scoop mail is not fake, but I refuse to produce evidence. You'll just have to trust <laughs> in old creamer Jean.
1: Noah was pounding on the door this time asking if she was okay, though. Twelve piercings?
3: Yeah. Fucking you in the face until you need to sleep on a hemorrhoid pillow, Creamer Jean.
2: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that goes beyond Prince Albert. That's like King Edward or some yeah, shit. Yeah, what is yeah, that? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Uh, yeah, twelve
2: <laughs> piercings in the wiener. That's Louis the Sixteenth. <laughs> Louis, Louis the Sixteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, Louis the 12th.
2: That oh. is uh what a. What? Well, Could you I... ever envision piercing your wiener? No, no. Me neither. No. Uh, what if what if it really enhanced things?
1: If uh if Still I was low. if I was uh <laughs> if it enhanced things for her and she preferred it, I would do it. No, you liar. I'm not.
2: You I would wouldn't. really? Sorry, sorry ladies. Yeah, no. I'm not no amount of No. I I'd, I'd maybe find some plastic thing to put on temporarily. Sure. But I'm never Oh. We'll done. start
1: there. Start yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy made himself into a cactus, and I don't know if it was for her. <laughs> yeah, who's it for? I don't know. I mean, as as anything we know, it becomes like a uh, almost like a addiction is like the wrong word. Fetish is maybe once you, once you get a tattoo, you tend to get more tattoos, right, get which piercing... is why
2: I have never gotten a tattoo. Right. I know how I am with anything. Right. It's yeah, collections.
1: I'd have a skull tattoo in no no no, no time.
2: I would have all Simpsons tattoos. <laughs> It'd be really
1: crazy. Um, It'd be bad. So I imagine once you get through one dick piercing, it it must kind of be a thrill. So you get more, and then on top of that, it becomes a conversation piece where you get to whip your dick out all the time. And if you want to do that, there is that. It kind of and then once and and it's the kind of thing where like it's you know kind of like two truths and a lie or truth or dare. Like even though people gotta kind of say that that's not what gets people going. Once people are whipping their dicks out and talking about it, it probably helps the room. You know what I mean?
2: Sure. You're a step closer to closing the deal. Sure. If you've got... Like, I don't have a real good reason to whip my dick out.
1: No. I
2: don't have a real good reason
3: not to whip my dick out. Twelve piercings is a pretty good reason. please wear pants. (laughs)
1: Nope.
2: We keep asking. Yeah. Jacob, then, Jacob is the, the clown. With and what happens is,
1: he was really pissed at the guy <laughs> uh-huh. at the party who had 11. You know? Right. right before he had 12. He was, like, really I'm pissed about fucking that guy. I show
2: you up, jerk. But, uh. Norman,
1: put your dick away. I want to know, like, even now, because you going to go like, for a baker's dozen. What's your plan for the next time? Well, Creamer what's up? What, the snag. Yeah, what? How do you avoid what the snag snagged? next time? What snagged where? That's the thing. I mean, a piercing somewhere. Yeah. Ugh. Just go back to the bisectomy story. Yeah, right. Um, well I'm glad you're I'm glad you're with the diesel mechanic, though. Yeah. yeah. Strong hands. Mmm. Uh, Knows how to work a carburetor? Sure. <laughs> Do you have any more scoop mail
3: there? Yeah. Uh, we have one failed scoop. At the end of the last episode of ICS, Jacob let the recording go just long enough to hear Paul emit a very comfortable, well, that's over, laugh. <laughs> It sounded just off-camera enough to make me wonder what actually does happen when the mics are switched off at the end of the podcast. Is there an awkward moment of avoiding eye contact while you silently exit the churn? A detailed after-action analysis of the performance? Mm. Or just quiet stroking of Paul's head until he calms down enough to be released into the world, only to be interrupted by SJ with an air horn chasing everyone out? Creamily exiting your face, Jean-Fail
1: Scoop. That's a fine question. Mm -hmm. All of your guesses are more interesting than the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Half the time I'm not here when the mics are off Because I usually leave while Paul sings to go pick up my kids It's true um, We don't do a detailed breakdown of the show Ever No
2: Yeah, we, we kind of give each other a nod As to whether we felt like they were
1: good or not We do give a, hmm, or like Nice Oh, that was really good Or yeah. like, well, that's done Yeah, that was fun <laughs> That was fun that that is was usually an episode usually the best feeling we did our best mm-hmm. Yeah there. And then we go like, okay like that for me means like there's some gems in there.
2: Mm-hmm. If it didn't feel like we were working for it, it's always nice. Yeah. And then they yeah. go
1: like, "Oh, fuck! Is it was that an episode?" Yeah. Uh, that usually means we could we could have done better. Mm-hmm. But not too much of that. No. Usually if people raise a specific, detailed critique on the show. It has to be very specific and one critique on one specific aspect of the show. We'll bring it up to each other. Yes. Right. And it comes to us via Scoop Mail, Twitter, or post it somewhere for us to see on our social media. We'll bring it up to one another, usually over email.
2: Mm
3: hmm. Yeah. Um, we, we
1: probably do most of our talking about the show via email.
2: Yeah. Or on the show. That's over, true. Or too. That's true. Yeah. You hear a lot. There's not yeah, a whole there's not lot. not a whole of
1: lot, back, lot you don't hear. Not a whole lot of backstage. We do a little chatter. bit of planning stuff off but that's, that's about it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think the most planning we've done today has been uh, we have we have bonus content coming up uh, next Monday or this coming Monday now, and uh, so we have decided when we're going to record that bonus content.
1: Yes, that's true. That's, that's big for us. Yeah. Oh, and we
3: and we said that we have to, when recording that, also have some time to sit down and hammer out
1: some Scoopfest details. Yeah. So that now you've really been brought into all of that. That's magic. behind the A- scenes. Any the any
2: Scoopfest details we haven't yeah.
1: talked about it at all yet. <laughs> Nothing. Really. So yeah.
2: It's time.
3: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We have one here from Sudsy Scoop. Hello, Matt Mattingly and the audio guy. I'm writing after hearing the tragic roadhead story in episode 226 with a tale of blowjob multitasking done correctly. My boyfriend and I have uh, different sex schedules. He prefers the morning. I prefer the night. As a compromise, we usually visit Poundtown after dinner. Uh, But no one wants to come back from Poundtown to a pile of dirty dishes, right? Yes. So while he's doing the dishes... I give him head. As far as I can tell, this is pretty safe as long as you aren't washing a bunch of steak knives. Fucking you in the face while I take care of some chores. Sudsy scoop. Jesus,
1: Sudsy scoop. I'm with it. Holy shit. I'm away with it. I am. Let me tell you, this struck home because I am the dishes guy in the house. Okay. A little little dish head wouldn't wouldn't be uh, awry. <sighs> it would. I because I hate dishes. We we both hate doing the dishes. But so much sure. that I do the dishes. Because I don't mind, like, she hate, the, her rule, she just hates coming downstairs in the morning to dirty dishes. She doesn't want sure. any dishes in the sink in I get the morning, that. which is a great rule. Yeah. And I don't even go into the kitchen often at night, and so it's like right before I go to bed, I look at the, the sink and go like, oh, fuck. Gotta do some and dishes. And so, like, right before I want to go to bed, I have to do dishes. And I'm okay with doing dishes for about five minutes. Okay. As soon as it takes five minutes and one second. I hate every decision I've ever made in my life I regret I regret meeting Sarah I regret buying a house I regret uh, Becoming an improv comic I regret everything Do you do dishwasher Or is it all We have a dishwasher But we we hand wash things off I hand wash most of our stuff Yeah Because what happens is We run the dishwasher When it fills up We'll reuse things In and out of the dishwasher Before then Oh yeah Which isn't the best system But it's what we do I know how do uh, but we need stuff before we run the washer. We don't want to run the washer all the time, so we, we do a we do a, a a good scrubbing before the dishwasher. Well, all right then. None of that involves me getting head. Get over
2: here and take some grease out of my way.
1: <laughs> mm. we, uh, we got one here from Scooper Duper. Can you come watch me do dishes?
2: Yeah. I wonder if my wife would be like, "Listen, give me a palm olive job."
1: <laughs> Just. Nice, nice and lathery. <laughs> so, I'll take it. Oh, this show, this soap—it would feel this uh, soap pan job. Let, would let me tell you be, something right now. That, who knows? No, well, I bet knows. there's burning involved. Well, there could be burning. That's the thing. I was gonna say. Somebody I bet you knows. It feels. I bet you, That's My guess. My guess is it feels really good, then really painful. Yeah, yeah. you're probably right. That's that's my guess. This is
2: awesome. No, yeah. it's terrible. I was wrong. Right. <laughs> so wrong.
3: Yeah. So Scooper Duper says, "Hey, fuck faces and Jacob." <laughs> oh man, I'm writing in today with a story I never really thought I'd be able to tell, mainly because it sounds so unlikely. Uh oh. Dear Ice Cream Social, I never, I never it thought it would, would happen to me. To me. Uh. <laughs> I was at work. I work at the front desk of a library, and my coworkers and I just got even more pornographic. Totally,
2: <laughs> it's I, I'm I'm hard. And walked in
1: this bikini team, was busted broken down. All oh, I got, oh,
2: library with bikini girls. I just, you could just do a channel of a library with b- bikini girls walking around a library. I'd watch that channel. <laughs>
1: Good. I was at work. I work at the front desk of a library. I hope you're listening, Cox Cable. (laughs)
2: Especially Cox.
3: And my co-workers and I were complaining about how it was going to be another boring night.
1: Boy, were we wrong. (laughs)
0: Boy, were we wrong. Boy, were we wrong.
3: (laughs) 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 About an hour. You know what? We We have the wrong music playing for this right
2: now. Are we we're going, going to space? I don't think we're going to space. Oh, uh, we're not going to space. I think we're going to a place where it gets really hot.
1: <laughs> oh, the sweat house.
0: As a matter of fact, we're <laughs> but is luck. it open?
2: Oh, it's always open. And you're going to be open. Check your local papers for openings. Check your openings for local papers. About and I'll- put them back in the <laughs> reference section when you're done.
1: It's a periodical, goddammit. I got your periodical <laughs> right here. Oh, we got a system that was Dewey to shame.
2: <laughs> About an hour before closing. The Dewey Dickamal system.
3: <laughs> this guy walked in that we all knew because he comes to the library fairly often. So you could say that he was
2: a regular. Sure. <laughs> okay. You could say that. But I believe is because because of a regular. Yeah, because he's there regularly. <laughs> this regular comes in. You could call him a regular. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> However, what was was not regular... Regular. (laughs) This guy regularly comes in. We call him a frequenter. (laughs) We call him a commonly seen.
3: However, what was not regular was that his hair was matted with blood from a gash on the back of his head and forehead. Rather than asking for an ambulance or calling 911, he comes straight to me and asks, "Where can I get this fixed?" While showing me his pinky finger, which was bent 90 degrees at the second joint. Oh, turn off the
1: sweat house <laughs> music. This is awful. This is not sweat house.
0: This, isn't good sweat this house is at nothing. All.
3: This is no sweat house. Oh. Oh God. What did he have? A motorcycle accident? I don't know yet. I was bitten 90 degrees at the second joint and, of course, had bones sticking through the skin. Uh, at this point, let me remind you that we're in a library, not anywhere where this should happen, but a freaking library. So you're like,
2: ah! And they're like, shh. Quiet, please. Let me go, let me go look sh- up some medical books. Yeah.
3: I sort of stutter Just that he keep, needs to go to a keep, hospital. Keep your pain down. Uh, and instead of agreeing, he says no and starts to walk out. Me and my coworkers <laughs> okay. stop him from leaving and bring a chair for him to sit in and call 911. The ambulance arrives, we give the paramedics as much info as we can about this guy, and we see them on their way to go take care of this man. So now everyone is still reeling from the events but trying to get everything back to normal. I decide to try to lift everyone's spirits by making them laugh, so I say, you know what, we should have we, we should have put up a sign said uh, we should have put up a sign saying he had overdue books.
1: <laughs> there was a mixed reaction to this joke, to say the least. Oh man, I am that guy in the in the bad situation every time. So my one question from this entire ordeal was was that joke in bad taste? No, no that's not in bad taste. That was no. a great, great joke. That was a great joke. Fucking you all in your face holes one by one, scooper dooper If I g- was sitting at my finger <laughs> bed, I would have laughed my ass off at that's that. I have been joke. thankful. Yeah, that's that. what you
2: get for overdue books.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Um, that's a fine joke. Yeah. Not bad taste at all. Uh, all right. So, uh, and if you, you p- want to
3: talk to people about jokes and bad taste, you have come
1: to the right place. Oh yeah. I guess we shouldn't be the ones telling you it wasn't good taste, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paul, are you following the election stuff at all? Oh, I guess that
2: the whole thing now is that Trump and Hillary are neck and neck on, on at a bunch of swing States. Yeah. That just came out today. Uh, that's as much as I'm I,
1: I don't really give a shit I'm not really actually scared like I'm actually not scared about this at all no um I don't really care that much about it but um there was one thing that piqued my ears yes which is that like uh since he is the presumptive nominee uh-huh. Donald Trump is now going to start getting security briefings yes
2: I saw that oh
1: and that's the thing is like everybody you your reaction was my reaction And I don't think anyone thought about this when this spectacle was happening, that he would get information before he was president.
2: Right. I didn't think about that at all.
1: Because the article basically said this that, is
2: another reason he's getting so many benefits from this.
1: Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's being paid to run for president. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's made he's, a couple of million dollars so far. Yeah, no, I mean, and he's gotten to the, basically fold his business into his presidential. Election, so like, all of his regular business is now presidential. And so he basically is like costing him half or he gets to write off stuff. It's wow. just it's unbelievable. Right. It's just like every, every businessman should run for president. Shrewd business move. Um, well, don't
2: most of them? That's just it, right?
1: Well, that's it. The, the the point is that it takes what? so long that it has to become an occupation to run for president. So they yeah. make all these rules uh, financially for you to be able to kind of get get into the race that way. Anyhow, who cares? Uh, I was like, because basically, was like the article was saying that the, some people in the CIA have reservations because he's basically kind of talked uh, highly with Putin and might kind of be cozy with Russian uh, people over in Russia. And I was like, that's amazing. I am more afraid of Donald Trump than I am of Snowden. Like, Snowden's over there with the stuff and like placing stuff all the time. And I, but I feel like Snowden's like remotely intelligent. Oh, yeah. And like, it's not that I'm, I don't think Donald Trump is a spy as much as he's just an idiot. You know, like, if you tell him stuff, he'll just run his mouth off in the room. I don't know if he knows how to like filter information or conversations in any way. So I just was realizing that I I'm more scared of Donald Trump than I am of Eric Snowden. So maybe I should be more scared about this election, but I'm not. I think once women and minorities can vote, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I don't think it's going to get a single minority. Vote. Who knows? Anyhow, yeah. Th- for all the people now that are like, oh,
3: Donald Trump and like Hispanics and everything. Like I I heard someone leg- the the uh, the Donald Trump Twitter picture that he sent out with him with the taco bowl and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious already. Yes.
2: It was, that but then was I heard, amazing.
3: I heard someone making a legitimate argument the other day, referencing the Taco Bowl picture about how Hispanic people love Donald
1: Trump. You know, it's the weird thing. Okay, so this is where, it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's it's in media's best interest right. to make this a legitimate election. Sure. It's within someone's parameters. To make it a close race, you mean. To make it a close race. Mm-hmm. Uh What did I say?
2: Legitimate election. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it, to make it a close race uh media has a obligation to at least pretend to be 5050 on stuff sure and so when you have a lunatic running against you know a, a typical political uh, dealer right yeah a typical political lunatic you have to present both sides with equal uh. saying even though you don't even though right. you should treat it with sanity um and so you if I'm a pundit, my way to get on television is to defend the taco ball.
3: Right. So I'm not, not talking. Con- I'm not talking about uh, pundits, though. Oh, you're talking about, I'm talking about just, just people. Oh, okay. Just private citizens, and and all I did was point out that he started this this race by saying Mexico is sending us all their murderers and rapists. Yeah. Like everybody from Mexico is murderers or murderers and rapists.
1: Was this person Latino, or he was just saying Latinos
3: love him? Just saying Latinos love him. Okay. White white person saying white white woman saying saying
1: this. Ah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I'm not scared about this at all. Yeah, no. you know, President Obama crushed Mitt Romney. Right, crushed him. And if you think about the media coverage going to the election, they are trying to make it, it sound was like neck it was, and neck. Yeah, they're trying to make it sound like it was going to be down to the wire. And right, all of a sudden they called it like an hour in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like it, it just was. And so, just based on the amount of people that voted for. I don't think Trump is gonna get more voters than Romney. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't think he was gonna win the nomination though either. But this thing is it's still very if you look at the numbers and the versus the numbers of people that vote, the numbers that have right. voted for Donald Trump are not impressive. I mean Oh no. Not scary. They're not a scary amount of people. Well Hillary Hillary
3: Clinton has gotten more voters than Donald Trump has gotten. Yeah. Like more, more people have voted for Hillary Clinton for the Democratic nomination than have voted for Donald Trump for the Republican nomination.
1: And the only thing that Hillary – you're worried about Hillary is that the amount of people that vote for Obama, will they vote for Hillary? The answer is I don't know. I don't right. think more people are going to vote for Trump than Romney. But it's just a matter of that. Are people going to be on the other side going to be motivated to vote for Hillary like they came out right. for Obama? And I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing is like that's where that's the only mistake I'm seeing. If you're a Hillary backer, is that she's already there's already articles that she's going to try to go out and court Republicans who are disenfranchised by yeah Donald, and that's such a dumb move. I think yeah no those people still hate Hillary Clinton yes oh yeah, and so I think you're just going to see a lot of people just sit that one out or vote Libertarian, which I hope they do. Oh, speaking of, we got the uh, the Libertarian debate coming up. Yeah, on, on Monday. Penn is moderating. And again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I like Gary Johnson. We interviewed him at Penn Sunday School. Um, I'm inclined to vote for him. Uh, He's
3: very articulate. There, are, I have, I have a. I, I'm planning on coming to the to the debate because he, it, it's actually the time that I can come to, and I and I think going to a, I think a presidential go. debate is. I, I think that's just going to be a fun, exciting thing to do.
1: Yeah, I think
3: Sarah and I are going to go. But he he has – there are a lot of like platform questions. Yes. There are a lot of things that I'm like, okay, great. That's all fine. How does this work?
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly. I've got a lot of questions like that. And that's the thing. is like I don't think this is the election that a third party is going to come out of the doorway and win, especially nobody. It would be different if like a very other well-known millionaire. Like if, if, Mitt, if Mitt Romney
3: decided to run as a third party. Yeah,
1: I think he would get a certain amount of votes and, yeah. and everything else. And, and uh, I – but I want if all you do is if you have to, you have to poll at fifteen percent to yes. make the national debates, and I would love a libertarian candidate in the national debates
3: I would love as much as gary John. like I, I do like Gary Johnson, I think he's a really good guy, I think he's a good candidate and et cetera et cetera yeah, I think he's a good politician yeah, I would love for John McAfee. To be in the national debates be
2: way more entertaining. Oh. McAfee and Trump, going I want McAfee, at it. McAfee and Trump. Trump,
1: and then Hillary Clinton on stage was just. I think she just slit her wrists. <laughs> yeah. you know, like what,
2: like what is happening? I think like, the, idea, the camera like, would
1: just pan to her sitting
3: there drinking coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: the historical nature of having your first uh, woman become president, but the path to it meaning to show televised debates between her, McAfee, and Donald Trump is just comedic. I mean, the fact that like it is like a failure of our country that we're going to have Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump debating each other on television. Yeah. I mean, it's just a colossal, abysmal. It's just a total, it's making a reality show of some very serious business. Well, it's
2: making, it's making bear and uh, the fact that we're in a plutocracy. Yeah. There's no, there's no way to escape the fact that a billionaire bought the election.
1: Uh, A millionaire
2: bought the election. He's not a billionaire.
1: I I disagree with that. I disagree with that too. Really? Because that's, he he, spent less money than anyone's ever spent to get elected. Okay. But, and and he, he had didn't, the money he didn't to spend back the money. his play to start. No, but he didn't. He has he had the money to do it, but he didn't. Nobody had more money in this general election than Jeb Bush.
3: Right.
2: Oh, I guess that's true. And, Nobody had and more no money.
3: one No one spent more money. More, yeah. even more importantly than than the money that they had.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jeb.
3: And also, that that's also playing into the to the supposition that Donald Trump funded his own campaign. Which, I mean, it's not a supposition. It's a lie on his part. Yeah. But, but, I mean, he didn't fund his own campaign. He funded it the same way that other people funded their campaign, through donors. Matching funds and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now, you are bringing up a point that I'm I'm interested to see happen sometime in America. Basically, there has to be someone rich enough right now that could run for president and just be like, whoever votes for me, I'll give you 50 grand. Right. Oh. There is someone who's rich enough to give 100 million people 50 grand. Yeah. And like, it's just like that alone is its own economic stimulus package. It, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. what did what did W. Bush do? Was it was it like he gave
3: away uh, three hundred bucks? Was it three hundred bucks? Okay, oh, God, that was the worst. It was just like a check suddenly showed up in the mail. For,
1: <laughs> he cashed <laughs> up the surplus, and then we needed that surplus.
2: Yeah. Oh, did we ever? I, when I got that, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" I couldn't believe it happened.
1: It was really dumb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was dumb. Um, it was pandering on a level I'd never even imagined could happen.
1: And I just don't understand who, like, they might be How it. do you
2: get that to go? Who, how how does Congress say, yeah, okay. Because everyone got the checks. Yeah. Because everybody's like, oh, well, if we don't let them get checks, they'll be mad. Right. Which is what happened. Oh, boy. I don't know. But
3: that's the thing is, how so can you, bad. like, it, it's tough to be that politician to be like, no, everyone does not deserve to
1: get a check. Well, yeah. that's the whole thing about running on a libertarian ticket. And right. even, like, you know, these, the, the supposedly conservative party keeps selecting people who aren't that conservative right yeah, especially you, not fiscally you have to run fiscally yeah it's all I'm yeah. Talking about the fiscally yeah yeah you um, have to put up
2: some unpopular ideas
1: yeah how do you go like listen if elected i will do a lot less right i will do much less than these other guys and so now we have whatever 46 presidents now it'll be the 46 that sounds right uh no 46
2: forty-seventh? 40 is it 47 yeah. yeah
1: yeah i think so no we we'll, we'll be electing our 47th president We've look it up yeah that's 47 generations of, I can do more can do than more. the other guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, as I joked before, it's just everyone's running for genie. Right. No one's running for president. Well, I think, like,
3: I mean, like you can look yeah. back, and just <laughs> off the top of my head, like Jefferson is, Jefferson is the last president that I can think of that did less than his predecessor.
1: Yeah. And said, like, I'm I'm conservative. No. Yeah. You know, I don't want to expand the country. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, he wanted to expand the country. I mean, there was the whole Louisiana, Louisiana purchase. purchase thing. Yeah. There was the whole doubling of the country size thing. No, no. For what ten million
1: dollars bought the entire Louisiana that's purchase it was such a deal he could not say no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was it was it was it was a remarkable move for him because he was right. So yeah, so there expansion. have been
2: 43 people sworn into office, 44 oh. presidencies. Okay, I think that's right.
1: uh, according to who I thought George Bush maybe, was 44.
2: Maybe maybe this is old.
1: Yeah, I thought George yeah. Bush was 44 because I, I think don't... he and his dad called each as, other as of
2: 1996.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You said 44. Um, yeah, cuz that's mid 40s. Obama's 44, I think. Yeah. And then George Bush was 43 cuz he called his dad his dad and his his dad and him called each other by number. Oh, okay. Yeah. Call, he called them 41 and he called them 40. Oh, no.
2: This is okay. This is 2009. It was 44. Well, yeah, that, that's right. That would be the same president <laughs> so that we have now. Okay,
1: great, great, great.
2: Number of men who have, who have been president, 3.
1: All right. Let's get us some Jock versus gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. It is
4: Side. Time for
0: Explosion.
2: Explosion. Real quick on the presidential thing. Yeah. The implosion. Of the Cruz campaign was fascinating,
1: hilarious,
2: so funny. Has anyone? Uh,
3: I, I, I genuinely want to know this. Has anyone ever run for vice president for less time than In six days? Carly no. did. Can't
2: can't possibly. No, has, no has one there ever been a shorter
3: vice presidential campaign?
1: No No one announced. I mean, it's very uncommon. I don't know the history of it, but it's very uncommon to announce you're, you're, you're your 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 choice before, before you have the nomination right. the nomination. Yeah. As a
2: last ditch, and she was Mary. so crazy. Yeah. She was so crazy. They're both. They were just nutbagging with each other. Did you see that hand grab it was hilarious. No, I, it's didn't, one of I didn't
4: watch any like of it. Oh, there's it, some it, stuff, it, man.
1: Everyone knows, like that it's it's it, basically like it's a huge fuck up because like Hillary Clinton is absolutely defeatable. Sure, she is not the most likable candidate to run, mm-hmm. and to run as a, an and the common party, it's very it's much easier to kind of switch after someone runs for two terms. It's very. <sighs> That's kind it's of the ebb and flow, yeah, that ebb we and flow get usually. It's, it's, it's usually a nice opportunity to switch parties. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you have someone who's not that likable running on the other end. I mean, it was a perfect time if you want to switch power to do it. And they just fucked it all up.
2: They put the grossest, weirdest
1: dude up against another gross, weird dude. That, yeah, that, well, all gross, weird dudes. That's just it. I just wish that uh, there, there, was, was, a, there was. I wish there was a third party with their shit together waiting in the wings. The Libertarian Party is getting more attention than ever. And I'm very happy about yes. it. Sure. Um, and uh, I hope that like again I would love to get a third party up on the thing but I love it's just with this two party thing is so fucking annoying it's bad it's bad, and it's bad. This, this process just played out both sides just so grossly well I mean it's all so, I'm so turned off to both yeah
2: no I don't I don't have any love for either all I wanted to
3: happen was I wanted the general election to be Donald Trump versus Ted Cruz versus Hillary Clinton versus Bernie Sanders yeah all four of them we run just the four
1: of them in the general election
3: yeah but it, you you can't have that with a two- party system because uh, you have it would be more than I, would two.
1: Love, I would love if if, uh, if there was some new party there's a bunch of parties that do exist that do get on the ballots right so sure I would love if Cruz did get swept up by another party and right. I'd love if Bernie Sanders had some like some hippie dippy some green party yeah. the, the green Party should sweep up Sanders yep it'd be great to run them all yeah yeah just run everybody
3: everybody just get out there do your thing anyway uh p4 we got a a jock versus nerd here from p4 hey guys uh to keep this short here's a jock versus nerd matt here are two lists one of famous science fiction authors the other of either a
1: famous individual work or series match them up yo oh geez a mix and match how many how long are the lists? four okay so i gotta keep four and i gotta keep eight things in my head yes okay
3: uh so here are the authors first authors uh robert heinlein Okay. Isaac Asimov. Okay. Neil Stephenson. Stephenson? 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 Stephenson something Stephenson, like that? Stephenson, I think. I mean, yeah, sure. And Timothy Zahn. Okay. And the works of literature. Mm-hmm. Foundation. Mm-hmm. Stranger in a Strange Land. Mm-hmm. The Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, I, Stephen, Stephen Eves.
1: Yeah. Stephen Eves? Yeah. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, seven Seven Eves. Seven Eves. Shit, I thought I was going to know the Asimov one, but I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, that was
3: kind of my only hope, too.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> so
3: Heinlein, As- Asimov, Stephenson, and Zahn. Okay. Foundation, Stranger in a Strange Land, The
1: Thrawn Trilogy, and Seven Eves. Okay, I'm going to say Asimov wrote The Foundation. Uh, What's the next book?
3: Uh, You're
1: right. You're one for one so far. Yeah. Stranger in a Strange Land uh what's the last author's name
3: uh zahn timothy zahn
1: no what's the third author's name
3: uh neil Stephenson.
1: i'm gonna go with that one
3: uh robert heinlein wrote that one
1: damn it okay uh next one
3: let's see seven Eves. zahn uh Steve stevenson damn it
1: that means i'm wrong on the other one yeah one right. for four one for four paul good luck paul here is one list compi- yeah, comprised. of... I only
2: knew uh, the Thrawn one for sure because that's uh, Star Wars. First of uh-huh. all,
1: we can add a third party: jock versus nerd versus books. And I think we'd all. Well, you, I think you read more than I do.
2: A little, but
1: not a lot.
2: I, I glean more of it from the conversations we have on Geek Shock because, right? Uh, Todd and Kirsten read voraciously. I mean, I read a little, but. Yeah, they tear into books all the time. Todd, especially, he just reads, 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 reads.
3: I do a lot of reading, but you get into science fiction stuff, and I'm I'm out. Todd reads everything, but do you he's like fiction or not fiction, fiction? fiction I like both. Okay, yeah, and I occasionally read a, a science fiction book. I mean, I'm not anti science fiction books, but I just don't get into them a whole lot. Mm. I find, like whenever I do try to find a, a good science fiction or a fantasy book. For the most part, I find that they're pretty crappy.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. You have to be selective with
3: them. Yeah, I'm sure I mean there are great there are great ones out there, but mm-hmm. I just I don't know how to find them. You gotta get jiggy with it.
2: Yeah. You need to listen to a little show called Geek Shock. Um yeah, not <laughs> worth it. Got some good reading advice. Yep. Or go to the Shock Monkey's Lair on Facebook. Oh, maybe I could do that. There that's, you go. That's a good idea. They just had a thread about uh, books. So. That seems a lot simpler than listening to the whole show. There you go. Shock monkeys Lair. <laughs> Easy
3: peasy. Paul, here's one list comprised mostly uh comprised of mostly sporting athletes. Okay. Guess which ones are not. All right, oil can
2: Boyd, Talib Kweli, he is not. Uh, ch- nope, wrong. What Talib Kweli is not a a a uh, he's a musician. I don't know. He hey. didn't he didn't give me descriptions of these. Well, he's he said you said guess who is not a sports person, right? Right. Yeah, that second one is not.
3: Uh he he says that it is no. Okay, <laughs> Ali Shahid Muhammad. Larry Sanders Andre Rosimov And Holy shit uh, Yevgeny Kalevnikov Jacob You're on your own To be honest That is 90% of the reason That I wrote this Just to, <laughs> just to make me Pronounce that name I'm pretty proud of it uh, The answers are C and E So uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad And Andre Rosimov
2: Talib Kali Kw- Is a What is he? I thought he was a musician. I don't know.
3: Muhammad is a DJ, producer, rapper from a tribe called Quest, and Andre Ruzumov is Andre the Giant. Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, uh, and wrestling is isn't a fucking sport. sport. No, that's, that's that's what that's the rest bullshit. that's said And wrestling yeah. is not a yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not okay. a fucking sport. Fucking lies. It's not a sport, Paul. Sorry. Bullshit. It's athletic, not a sport. Different things. Mm, bullshit. Uh, thanks for reading My Jack vs. Nerd. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that when you're reading this, President Trump hasn't destroyed us all. Mm. I'd fuck you in your faces, but it wouldn't be sporting.
1: And that's
2: wah, P4. Wah. Thanks, P4. Those are tough. Yeah, they were. They're also tough to read.
1: Jesus. I think he...
2: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah,
3: wrestling's not a sport.
1: No, oh, motherfucker. Just Wrestling like doing
3: is... push-ups isn't a sport.
1: Wait. Push-ups isn't a sport? It's not. Sorry, Matt. Then I gotta, Aww. I gotta hand back in that those jerseys I made up.
2: Push up jerseys.
1: Um, all right, I want to thank Pendulum for creating this podcast. And uh, what else we got? What should we do this in the theme of Paul? Political okay. promises. If, uh, if elected, Genevieve Harlan will be Harlan and all of your stuff for you.
2: Mm. If elected, Jacob T. Emmanuel will show the Emmanuel movies twenty four seven on a <laughs> completely free channel.
1: <laughs> if elected. Graham Whitaker will take her and fuck her.
2: If elected, Jamie Sexy Sax Scoop Robinson will do a duet with Bill Clinton on saxophone. If elected, not only will Greg Chapman, he will dry hump that man. If elected, Jason Scoopity-Doo-Dah Wink will (laughs) give free eye care to everyone. If elected, Greg Jeskowitz will jesk on your tits. If elected, Jeff Harris will shave your business. If elected, Hashnasi will go back to the country he was born. If elected, Jen
1: Brown will brown your toast. <laughs> oh, and time out. Jen Brown got us uh, in the in the balloting for the podcast awards. She's the one that started that campaign. Jen Brown. Oh, um, nice. You yeah. are a hero. She is my hero. Uh, Did yes. we get some some good votes? Uh, well, we got voted into the next round. So what happens is we were we <gasps> we're, were in the next round. So so what happens is the podcast awards. We were, enough scoops nominated us. Yes. That we were selected as an entry officially. This oh. is podcastawards.com. Podcastawards.com. And now they have a committee that will listen to all the nominees and to come up with the final categories for the posts. So then... Then there's another round of voting? Yes. Yeah, so then if, if we are selected now by the committee... So now we had to trust the we, committee. We've been nominated
3: to go to the committee.
1: Yes. That's pretty good. Yes.
3: And then if the committee passes through, then they're announcing on May 22nd. Eastern, uh, eight p.m. Eastern time on oh, May twenty second. Man,
1: now uh, who's in the next round? Pins right. and needles. So, but Jen, Jen got us to that point. So she started that Twitter campaign that that got us in there. So nice, thank you, Jen. Oh, wow. If elected, Howard Jackson will jack your son. Ha <laughs> ha!
2: If elected, Jenny Colby will provide free,
1: delicious government cheese to everybody. (laughs) If elected, Jack White will white out any mistakes you make on your documents. If elected, Joe Coots will take care of your raccoons problems. If elected, Jackie and Dustin, Scoopy and the Beast will invite you into their mansion, which is run by animated objects. If elected, Joe Messano promises no more government Messanos. Uh, If elected, Jacob Dinkelaker will drain his lake instead of the Flint River and cure the problem in Michigan. <laughs> if elected, John Bilderback will take the country's
2: infrastructure uh, and build her back. Uh, <laughs> I like the pre grown.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> just heard now there's only one joke for Bilderback.
2: It just uh, keeps coming back just in different ways. Back, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to do the same with this one. If elected, Jacob Eichen uh, will team up with John Miken <laughs> to create. <laughs> The political tandem (laughs) of Jacob and John. (laughs) Bravo. Bravo. Go, Jacob.
3: Go. <laughs> oh, you you two are done now. Good. Uh, I'd like to thank Ice Blue Scoop, James Britton, James Lawrence, Jameson Fisher, Jared Martin. Turn the page. Jay Ray's, Jay Shapiro, Jane Van Zant, Jeff Libby, Jeffrey Hess, Jennifer Grayson, Ginny Ebarb, Jeremy Hudson, Jill Short, Jim Johnson, Joe James, John Carter, John Mouser, and
1: John Nicole. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much. If you want to be thanked on air or be privy to the array of awards that we offer, uh, go to patreon.com slash You can back us for as little as a dollar and every little bit helps go into make this uh, hobby become a job, which is our, our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal. I think we can do it. I think we can do it too. I really do. I would like to. I,
2: I I just really think we can. My ultimate goal is to wear less pants. Okay. well, that we can do that too. I mean, that's part of it. Once two, we start recording two like goals six in one days year. a week, yeah. you know I'm coming in here in pajamas. <laughs> you fucking knew it. You barely get dressed now. I know. I slump out of bed and like, ugh. Uh, Pretty sure right. you actually
3: fall into clothes. I fall into
2: clothes uh, like lazy pumpkin head and get my...
1: My ass here. Yeah. as best I can. Uh, it's been another fine, another fine uh, month. May is off to a great start. Our downloads are on the up and up. And thank uh, you guys. Our average listenership just keeps climbing. It's thank really you all exciting. for
2: spreading the word, continuing the ABLA scheme be uh, part
3: of the obelisk scheme tell one friend and one friend only we don't want to spread out like a pyramid we want to be vertical like an obelisk we are not a pyramid scheme we are not a
2: fucking pyramid there scheme is a, people there's a tiny pyramid at the top well that's a <laughs> little bitty pyramid <laughs> just at the very top though the, the rest top.
3: of it's an obelisk the rest of it is vertical yep. you tell one friend that's going to really dig us and that is going to tell one of their friends about us and continue the obelisk
1: alright thank you so much uh, thank you to our uh, social mafia our audio mafia and our visual mafia and thank you everybody who's a listener we really appreciate it. If you have time, go over to iTunes or Stitcher or whatever format you listen on, and give us a nice, fat, funky five-star review. Uh, really helps us uh, in the uh, suggestions and rankings. Um, and Thanks, that's guys. it. Thanks for being a listener. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more next week on Monday. On um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got bonus shit coming. We got bonus bonus shit coming away. episodes next are coming your way. Next week's a three-episode week for you. Boners episode. And for those of
3: you that like uh, late-night Paul recordings. Look forward to Monday. Get ready. Oh Jesus! Lock
2: down the hatch.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> SJ's already applauding. <laughs> <laughs> SJ, did you see your scoop pad over here? You've been made into a, You've been made into the Hall of Fame over mm-hmm. here. All right. Take it away, Diminish Jack. We'll see you soon. Ice cream social. <laughs> ice cream social ice cream social all right uh if you listen to this that means last night we did a great fucking show with Pen it went really well so fucking awesome
3: I laughed I cried it was better than cats
2: Johnny cats Johnny cats
3: yeah it's time for some limericks
2: all right limerick
3: love those drums
2: takes me to the green fields of my youth justine scuba karma cannon says in the spirit
3: of today may the fourth let's do a limerick where luke wishes leia wasn't his sister so that he can take her to Poundtown." this decision goes out or this dedication goes out to fellow scoop ak attack 6710 and his flu medication induced high
2: do i want to fuck her of course But a sister you can't divorce. We're related, it seems. And at night, hear my screams. I want to give Leia my force. (laughs) Tristan Swales wants a limerick
3: about bosses who don't let you listen to music at work because of their religious beliefs dedicated to
2: atheists. Your radio I stole. I buried it in a deep hole. I won't let Satan win with this music play in. God hates rock and roll. And Mark Trumbull would like a haiku. Oh.
3: The topic is to announce that we're expecting a baby dedicated to Sherilyn, my beautiful wife. I wonder what they're expecting a baby to do. (laughs) Some tricks, perhaps?
2: soon the water breaks Whoosh. the cry of an infant babe welcome to the world
3: it's sam motley would like a haiku about the men's restroom by the women's lingerie dedicated to brilliant planning by department stores.
2: Grab a bra and wipe. Take some with you in the stall. These panties are done. Yes. <laughs> these panties are never done.
3: <laughs> and my friend, it is song time.
2: Song time.
3: I did a bad job printing these out this week. Uh, Dusty Henderson, a.k.a. Mr. Brain Freeze, yeah. would like a song about twat waffles, the newest part of A Balanced Breakfast, and would like it in the style of Michael Jackson.
0: waffle,
3: wah waffle, 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 Oh! All right. Wah waffle. Good gravy. Just the scoop of Karma Cannon uh, says I was just re-listening to back episodes, and on episode 186, "Reservoir of Poon." One of our better episode titles, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> the boys briefly pitch a vampire burlesque show called Bite. That was not a pitch. That was a description of a show that used to be here. It happened. It was real. Someone pitched that and succeeded. Yeah, they didn't just pitch it. They did it. They lived their dreams. Uh, For this this month, I would love to hear Paul perform the main musical number from this gym. (laughs) It's a theme. Heath to me.
0: The curtain rises, a vampire's on the stage, and what do you know? Her top just falls off, suddenly her boobies are exposed. I'd like to scream, but I don't scream at vampire titties, no way. Because my dream is to be beaten by some vampire tits That'd be the shit Vampires with their tits Exposing their boobs Whenever they get a chance You know they're vampires Showing their tits They like to show them off They're vampires, vampires, vampires With their boobs out You see their boobs again Whoa, wait, wait You hear their, you see their boobs again You realize this is totally the show Over and over The vampires find a way to lose their clothes It's kind of boring You wonder why they don't just fucking stay naked Ooh, but in the morning You'll be surprised that you have grown some fangs, they bit your wang. Oh yes, those vampires with their boobs hanging out. As soon as you get hard, they bite you right there in the nard. Oh yes, they're vampires with their boobs hanging out. They wait for your prick to perk and then they'll get you. be a boobie vampire show you will remember oh no vampires wow
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, titties yes.
2: <laughs> boobs blair
3: <laughs> my favorite part about that show did you ever see bite
1: no
2: sadly
3: the, bite did what i wish every show would do they had audience plants that they pulled up on the stage and one of the audience plants just like full on gets naked. And then one of the other ones just starts singing and become, and became like the male singer in the show. <gasps> it was just great. <laughs> it was like, yes, that's what every plant should do. They should just like there should be no suspension of disbelief that these are actual actual audience members at all. Just pull somebody up out of the audience, bam, she's naked. Bam. He's singing a song and they gave him a microphone.
2: And dimes to donuts, three people leave that show going, wow, Amazing. what talented audience members. Yes. <laughs> That's just how it is. Like people go see some of these circ shows where they got plants and people still go, but was he part of the show? How? How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peep Show had a had a whole
3: number with an audience plan. They they would get this guy out of the audience and then he would reappear at the end of the show and do this like amazing stunt number thing with a with a rope and everything and uh-huh. hanging from the hanging from the, the ceiling and all. And people would be like, How did did they like teach him to do that? <laughs> Cause they would pull this guy up on stage and then like half an hour later he would reappear. And so there were people who were like, They taught him that in half an hour? That's what? amazing, because I'd be in the sound booth, and people would stop and ask me. It was, it was of just, course I would just, they would, because I would just, people are
2: so stupid. I would just overhear this. No, people are stupid. They super would legitimately stop stupid. and ask that's, me. That's, that's what I'm saying, and I'm honestly saying they think that shit's real.
3: It was awesome every time. That's
2: why wrestling was so big. Me and, is so big. Me and the lighting guy just started saying, yep, they taught him that. <laughs> why not? They teach, they teach somebody that every night. It's hard. Sometimes they don't know if they're going to get it, but they do. Yeah. Only takes we, a half hour. To they learn haven't how to missed do yet. This. You want to learn? <laughs> you got a half hour. You got a
3: half hour to spare. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Oh, I don't know. Well, clearly, it can work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how we learned podcasting. Too, got a half hour. We didn't spend that long. Nah, it's true. <laughs> See you guys on Monday. Oh, bonus. Bonus
3: Bonus. Oh, it's like vampire titties. <laughs> Oh, yeah.